Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. Thanks so much, Peter. Wow. So exciting to be back together. So many of back from holidays and a few others will be back soon. And there's new people moving to town and it's great to have you here. As we were worshipping for, I just felt the Lord say, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now those desires might be for increase, for a job, it might be for a restoration of family relationship, it might be for a new ministry and saying, God, I just believe for breakthrough this year. Lord, I need courage and strength, I need more. And I'm going to believe for that. Why don't we just reach up to heaven and pray right now. Father, I thank you for that word that as we delight in you, you will give us the desires of your heart. Lord, you're willing and able. And I pray, Lord, for our dreams, our visions, our goals, Lord, individually and together. Lord, we reach up to you and I thank that you've promised you will give them to us, Father. Teach us the steps to take. Help us to be prepared, Lord, to know it's not just in our energy, but we partner with you and together we see your overflow. There's more. We're going to see more this year than we've ever seen before. And I thank you for your blessing. Lord, the desire for some is to be healed and set free. The desire for some is to see their family come to Christ. Lord, the desire is to see this church flourish and be a blessing in our community. We pray your blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Everyone shouted? Amen. Amen. Let's take our seats. God is so good. For those that were here last Sunday... I started a message on more than enough. And uh, the theme for our church this year is that uh, more than we've ever seen. And I believe we're going to see more of his presence, more of his power, more of his grace, more of his love, more of the family of God involved. Less spectators and more participators. More people really engaged in life, volunteering, serving, connected, feeling like you belong. And our goal is to see that happen. In two weeks' time, we'll have our launch Sunday, our vision Sunday. So next Sunday, we'll have our three services on. And then for one Sunday on the 4th, we're going to have a 9.30 and 5.30 anointing service at night and a vision. And we're just going to pack this place out and, and have a great launch of the exciting things that are happening. But Ephesians 3, 20 to 21 is our key scripture for the year. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Wow, that's out there, isn't it? Asking or imagining. According to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. And last week as I was preparing, I was really stirred. I'd never seen this before, that it's we, not I. It says that we ask or imagine. So many scriptures we apply individually when sometimes they're meant to be applied corporately in relationships, in families, in church families, in teams. And so it says, we ask or imagine, as a church that we ask or imagine, or as a couple as you ask or imagine, or your ministry team, you ask and imagine. It says, God will provide more than we've seen before. And it says, superabundantly, the Amplified says, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, that is an out there word, abundance, when God talks about abundance, it's overflow, it's increase. He says super, way beyond, not superman, but super abundantly is what God is promising for you and I. 
Regardless of what's happened last year, we're moving into a year of more overflow. I uh, was talking to someone this week and Hillsong's theme this year, there's more. And I believe that God's doing right across the body of Christ a stirring that we're moving into a season of abundance, of breakthrough, of increase. No matter what's happening in our world, we are moving into a season of more than enough. Goes on and says, do a super abundant, more than we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams. Wow, that is just out there. I believe God's saying, start to trigger. Ask again for something big and large and increase and breakthrough and overflow. Because when you're under pressure, when there's pain in your body, when setbacks or disappointments come, you settle back to a safe place. You settle back to a comfortable place. But our God wants us to press through those limitations and say, with you, more than enough can happen. Lord, we can break through. We can see your increase and overflow in our lives. He does, sorry, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church. We go to the message, it says, God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. And some of you have the craziest dreams. Well, God can do even greater than any of those. Even if half our dreams were fulfilled, it would be an amazing year of more. And so we're going to see that increase. Believe for more, breakthrough, provision. Let's not settle for less. Believe for more. And it's a choice. It's a choice to keep on stretching and believing for more. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. So don't settle for where you are. Don't settle for the mundane or the predictable only. We need, we need certainty. We need processes and systems. But God wants us to settle, to reach out for more, much more. Start where you are now. And the good news is God is able and willing. It's really frustrating when you know someone is able, but they're not willing. You know, so there's the need there, and you know they've got the money or the food to help, but they just refuse to. No, not getting involved. That is so frustrating. Frustrating when someone is around your life, and they know that you could give them hope and encouragement, but you're just busy saying, no, closed today, not open. How frustrating is it when you get to a shop, and you know they should be open, and they're not. You think, oh, no. It's bad enough when you show up five minutes after their closing time. What if you show up and it's open hour time and they're still closed? How frustrating is that? I want our church to be open for business 24-7. I want our lives to be available so people can connect and come and receive the more of God's love and presence, just like we have today happening in our services and across our community. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly. That's good news. So that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. There's a whole lot of alls in there. Not sums. He's the God of more than enough, not the God of just enough or not the God of not enough. And some of us have settled for not enough or just enough. God's saying, believe for the God of more than enough. El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And he works with us. In the Amplified of 2 Corinthians 9, it says, And God is able to make all grace, every favour and earthly blessing. That covers everything. Peace, hope, provision, all sorts of things. 
to come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Wow, wow. You're getting the message? God's the God of more than enough. And we've got to choose to partner and change our thinking and say, God, that's right out there, but you're the God of more than enough. You're the God that can meet. You're the God that can, the more than enough healer in our lives, the restorer, more than enough that can take us through limitations in our lives to be more than enough. The message version says, God can pour on blessings in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything. Wow, that's a bit out there. Ready for anything and everything. And some of you are facing work and uh, school and, and you're thinking, well, they, I better be ready for anything and everything as the kids come through that classroom door tomorrow. Or you're stepping out with new study courses or um, breaking through maybe um, first babies on the way. That's going to stretch you, hey? Or maybe another baby's on the way. There's, there's new things happening. Or you're stepping out into a new ministry and signing up to help in kids' church or a new everything and, God, help me. Well, that's what he's really good at. If you position yourself, he will come and provide. More than just ready to do what needs to be done. Wow, I'll read that again. God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done. A lot of us get into, we've just got to make it through the day and the week and let's do the best we can. But God says, hey, there's more. There's more. There's going to be divine encounters. He loves you and he's able and willing to bless you. John 10.10 says, The thief does not come except to steal, to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Wow, more abundantly. The Amplified says, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. And we had that at communion time. Your cup overflows. God just keeps on pouring. When we think we've got enough, he just keeps on going. You ever had someone that's, something, one of the kids does something funny in your home and you just start to laugh and then you try to stop laughing but you just keep laughing because it just, everything becomes funny then and it's just, you're just like you're overflowing, you're trying to get a breath and you're just laughing. There's an overflow of joy. Some of us need that in our lives, hey, because we've had challenging times. We need an overflow of joy, an overflow of hope in our hearts and our lives. The um, message version says, I came so they can have real and eternal life more and better life than they ever dreamed of. In Jesus, let me tell you, there's a better life than what you may have experienced. Maybe you're a newer Christian or you're here today and you've never really experienced this living Christ that we've been singing about and talking about. I want to encourage you, open your heart because you can have a life that you've never even dreamed could be possible. That's the Jesus. That's the life he's offering to our community. There are thousands in our city that need to experience this life that they've never ever dreamed could happen. They're locked into addiction. They're locked into loss and pain and grief and mundane living but the overflow that God provides for us 1 Corinthians 2 9 says however as it is written what no eye has seen what no ear has heard what no human mind has conceived the things God has prepared for those who love him wow oh God he really wants to open our minds and hearts these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit the Spirit searches all things, even the deep 
things of God. That's why he's calling us to walk close to his heart, to read Psalm 23, to know him as our shepherd, to love him, to worship him, to make room for the word of God every day in your life, to get his promises, because there is so much more. There is more for our lives. See, believe, and partner with God to see them come to pass. So how do we move into this place of more? I've just written a couple of things down here today and live in this abundant promised lifestyle. Number one, you need to wait on the Lord and give him room. And Pastor Peter um, grabbed the first point of my sermon today. Isaiah 40 verse 28 to 31 in the message says, Who would you ever, why would you ever complain? You ever been caught out whining or complaining? Not only kids do that when they don't get their, their things they want. I've known a few adults to whine and complain. And God says, why are you doing it, people? Stop it. There's more. Saying, God has lost track of me. Wow, that's what the enemy lies to. Oh, God's forgotten you. He's just busy helping the poor people in, in Uganda or in India. He's forgotten you. No, God hasn't forgotten you. Or the enemy says, he doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. Creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath, and he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk, folk in their prime stumble and fall, but those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. Hallelujah. Hey, God's calling us to seek his face. I got an email this week from Pastor Wayne Alcorn, a national president for the Australian Christian Churches, which represents over 1,100 churches around our nation. And they're calling for a three-week prayer and seeking God at the beginning of this year and fasting and prayer. And it starts... Next Sunday, I'll, I'll teach on it next week. And when you think fasting, people think, oh no, it's a good way to lose weight, but that's a terrible thought. I'm sure that fasting, they just missed the E. It should be feasting and prayer, I really believe. But no, there is a place of fasting. And so we're going to talk about, and fasting doesn't mean you don't eat all the time. That's an extreme fast. Sometimes you fast from dessert or television or social media or you, one day a week, you miss two meals and give extra time to prayer. And we're going to teach on that next week. And there'll be three weeks of focus. One for your local church and community. Second one um, will be for our nation. And third one will be for personal breakthrough and revival. So we're going to, we'll have the church, we open some extra times. We'll have some extra times of seeking God. So we'll talk about that, that next Sunday. Because I think if we want to have more than enough, we've got to prepare and position and let God change our thinking. And it comes by waiting on God, by seeking Him. Wait, hope in the Lord, and He will exchange His strength for your weakness. Wow. And I believe God's calling us to just make that extra five minutes, to adjust some things, turn the television off for a week, or your social media for a, for a few hours a day and see and just give some extra time and see what God does. Secondly, if we want to see the God of more than enough, we need to know that God's heart is a heart of love and care and he's a good, good father. 
He's a good father. He really, really is. And God wants to remind us he's a good father and to develop that relationship of trust and love. It's not a religious thing. It's a relationship of love and trust. And for some of us, we're going to grow in our, the more of our increase will be the more that we know how loving and how good our father is. I believe that's going to happen. Thirdly, by being filled and overflowing with the Holy Spirit's power. Because in that verse we read, it says God's going to do the more, not by pushing us around, but by releasing His Spirit to overflow in our hearts. Because the more the Spirit fills your heart, the more you move from the natural into the supernatural. You move beyond your limitations into something that's greater. You excel. You overcome. Um, uh, I had a dream... about 10 days ago, I had this dream. It was a crazy dream, all mixed up. You know, like some dreams are from God and others are, who knows what they are, random thoughts. But I know this was a spirit dream and I saw, I saw this fire burning and it was like burning inside of me and other people but it never went out and it never consumed them but it's like it just had a constant flow of oil to keep burning. And I woke up and I thought, wow, God, that's from you. It's like God says, if you keep position before me, I'm going to keep on burning in you. Or as we had today, the river of living water never stops flowing. Doesn't just have to wait till it rains. The river from the Spirit of God will flow every day in our hearts and our lives. Fourthly, if you want to see more, you've got to expect it. You've got to expect it to expectations and believe You've got to expect it if you want to see that overflow. Filling yourself with God's word, his promises. Romans 8.37 says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thank God he's the, the more than conquerors in our hearts and our lives. And uh, fifthly, if you want to see more, you've got to do some parts to plan. Set some goals. Set some smart goals, not some dumb goals. SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and there's a timeline for them. I'll say that again. If you're going to set some goals for your business or your work or your finance or your health, make sure they are specific. Don't say, I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to lose some weight this year or I'm going to eat healthier. Well, put some specifics to it. Six days of the week, I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to give myself one day that I can have a bit of a party. Be realistic about it. Be specific, measurable. Can you measure that there is increase or change? Achievable. Don't don't do a, a crazy thing and say, well, I'm going to do something that's way out of your capacity. You might have a heart to become a doctor and say, by the end of this year, I'm going to be doing operations in the local hospital. You haven't started training yet. That's not achievable. You know it's going to be a five to seven or ten year journey. So make it achievable. Realistic and there's a timeline. Strategies to face and handle disappointments, delays, health or financial challenges. Team members let you down. God will give you a strategy. Remember, most goals can't be achieved on our own. The great value and strength of loving, supportive, accountable relationships. I love Proverbs 10.22. I was reading this morning in the Bible. Solomon wrote over 3,000 Proverbs and wrote 1,005 songs. Not just 1,000, but 1,005. 
God is specific. He, he knows the details. 1,005 songs he wrote. What an amazing guy. 22 says, The blessing of the Lord brings true riches, and he adds no sorrow to it, for it comes as a blessing from God. Well, the message version says, God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we do can improve on God. It's more blessed to give than receive. When I talk about more, I start to think about God wants to give us more grace. Do you know what the word grace means? Favor. How and when God's favor comes on our lives. I started reading some of the verses on more grace. Romans 5.20, the law has, was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. You say, my, my life has been sinful and broken and a turmoil. But let me say, God's grace comes more, not less, when that's the brokenness of your life. More grace, not less. Romans 5.17, for if by the trespass of one man, death reigned through that one man, How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Wow, more grace, more abundant grace. And one more verse in 2 Corinthians 4.15. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. I read that verse, I said, God, your favor is going to come so that there's going to be more and more people stepping up to serve in our church. There's going to be more and more people saying, I want to serve in a team. There's more and more people who are going to use their gifts to help others. There's more and more people who are going to help the poor and the needy and the broken. More and more people are going to say, I want to help. I want to be involved in helping kids' church. I want to be involved in going to teach MRI in the schools. I want to be a support to the team that are following up new Christians. I believe there's more and more people are going to come to Christ. We're going to see more and more. And maybe you're new in church or new in town. I want to encourage you to get connected and see the more for this year for your life. I believe for that. More love, more power, more of you in my life, more strength, more healing. God, give us those miracles of grace. More hope. Oh, more hope. The one with the most hope has the most influence. As the worship team comes, I invite you to stand in his presence right now. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.